0: back everyone to this week's episode of degenerate talk sports i'm your host mckay Armbrust here with co-host quentin a bradbury my brother my friend we got a lot to dive into tonight but thanks for being on the show tonight
1: my friend my brother It is a pleasure to be on the show with you tonight but i'm excited man talk about march madness we got a lot to break down today don't we
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, we're following up, just like you said, um, from our last episode that got us kind of what, to the Elite Eight, and now we're at the Final Four, so we're just kind of covering up until then, and then uh, we got some uh, sweet little uh, business, uh, sports business news we're going to talk about later on to the show, so um, be excited, looking forward to that, but uh, let's fucking kick it off, dude.
1: Yes, sir, yes, sir, I'll break it down, so we got segment one, the bracket breakdown, 72 two, final four matchup this weekend. Then we're going to pull it over to the sports business segment and then wrap it up. And, yeah, we'll leave it at that for now. So, starting with the bracket breakdown break with the teams that are still dancing, we got Nova. Wait,
0: wait, wait. It's quick timeout. Quick timeout. You skipped over it, bro. We got to start the show like every week we start this show. Tell me about the fucking best thing you saw
1: this week. True, bro. The best thing that I saw in sports this week has to be North Carolina stopping St. Peter's. You know, as fun as the run was, dude, with St. Peter's, I just you saw, you had it coming, right? A small school sure. from Jersey City. Who? Which one of these big teams is gonna put them in their place? Honestly, is a way to put it. More of a harsh way to put it, but. Yeah, UNC was the a better team. Roy Williams, he's been there forever. His coaching superiority just kind of showed through in that game. So, yeah, that was the best thing I saw in sports this week. UNC today just putting up the club against the Peacocks.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was fun to watch. Obviously, as I had mentioned before, I was biased because I got UNC winning it all in my bracket this year. You do, you uh, do. But, dude, I got to say the best thing I saw this week was uh, – Honestly, Kansas is dominant, dude, against a Miami team who, in my mind, was really, really good. Who is still good, but got handsomely dominated by the Jayhawks this past weekend. I think by over 20, um, as we were talking about earlier. But uh, So that was the best thing I saw this week. I think the Jayhawks are, are rolling right now. Um, I think I have them actually going against UNC in the in the championship game, so... This this next weekend is going to be really interesting to see. So, but but before uh, we dive in, um, <clears throat> let's go ahead kick it back off. Uh, like you mentioned, with the bracket breakdown, talk to me about Villanova.
1: Yeah, Villanova is one of those teams, man. You can't count them out. They're in the tournament every year, and yep, they are, is, dude. We always see them. Always, man. This is a theme that I will continue to echo in this two-episode series of the March Madness that it's Coach K's last March Madness. This story is a brewing, man. Look at these final four teams. You have Villanova, North Carolina, and Kansas. Yeah. Like, come on. That's a classic. Yeah, that's sick. Fuck the seating, bro. Like, this is sick. All four of these teams want that ring. It's going to be an insane closeout from here. So Villanova, they showed that they can play defense because Houston was a defensive team. Right. And that Houston first half, yeah. did you see that first half? It was yeah. locked down. So Nova really showed the nation that they have the deep, the defense to win a championship and defense wins it. So yeah, Nova's nice, man. They could win it all.
0: I like it. I like it. That's a, I think uh, like you said, this isn't really surprising to me because they're a familiar face uh, in March madness, but um, they're coached really well. They got a you know a really good squad, really good outside shooting squad. So, uh, and I think that's what really prevailed over Houston, man. Because I I actually had Houston winning that game against Nova. So you know to them to, I was really surprised to see how well Nova played. So it's gonna be interesting this coming
1: weekend. Houston was a team I also was thinking was gonna beat Nova. Um, I saw a lot of brackets I actually have in Houston. That was a team who had vengeance this year, right? Yeah. Like they made it deep last year. So, yeah, and it was for real, man.
0: So let's let's talk about uh, uh, UNC versus Duke here. This is a classic matchup, uh, a classic of Coach K's last run here. Um, Obviously, something we need to note, though, man, UNC beat Duke kind of one of the final games right before the tourney started, right before the dance started, at home. So, you know, this is going to be a really close game, I think. This may go come down to a buzzer, honestly.
1: Yeah, I wonder how many people actually predicted this Final Four, right? <laughs> or not even the Final Four, just a Duke-North Carolina match. But I know you did. <laughs> I know you did, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> but percentage-wise of brackets, what do you think? It's got to be less than 0.5%, right? Maybe I'm, 1% of brackets had duke Yeah, yeah, know, yeah maybe know? under like, 3 something like that. I think you're being generous to yourself. But like, that was like an 8 seed versus a 1. I'd be curious. We're going to get back to you on that fact of the percentage. But, yeah, yeah. Um, this is crazy. The Tar Heels being here, dude, is ridiculous in my mind. I know you called it, but they had a good game against Duke. I didn't think they were going to be able to push through the tournament this far, and I think a lot of people were thinking that. So yeah. I think Duke's going to win this game. I'm, I'm sick of my gut, man. Coach K's final you know, thing, I think North Carolina beat him last time. I think that they might even have the edge going into this game, but I think something's going to happen where Duke pulls us out in a pretty close game. One, two possession. One to two possession game is what I'm going with. Yeah,
0: that's fair. That's a fair close And Villanova and Kansas here, what do we think? Thoughts on this? What are your thoughts? Give me your thoughts first. This is going to be really tough, man. Um, there, I think they're two different teams in, in general based off of how they play offensively, you know? But all in all, man, it's going to be close – uh I think I mean all these games are, are almost guaranteed to be close, but I honestly think at this point <clears throat> it's so tough because Kansas is coming off such a big dominating win against a good Miami team. Villano- the Villanova game was what relatively close for a minute there. Um if Kansas, you know, pulls a lead, you know, up by 10. I don't know if Nova's gonna be able to catch up. Let me just say that.
1: Um for all you degenerate betters out there, I don't know what the over under on charges is going to be, but I'd I take the over. I see Villanova going in and taking charges in this game, man. For real, for real. Because Kansas has a lot of drivers, man. Five of their six top scorers like to just take it to the hoop. So um, we'll see how technical Villanova comes out defensively against Kansas. They're so fast and strong, fast paced, like you'd said. So. It's going to be a hell of a game. Close game again, man. Yeah. But I agree with you. Don't let cans get a 10 point lead because that's scary,
0: bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's all it takes. So, but all right, dude. It's, uh, this is, this was a quick show. Yeah. This is, this came down in the final four. Uh, we're here already, dude. The dance is almost over. Like, literally, the dance is almost over. It's kind of crazy. It flew by. Uh, The last thing I kind of want to talk about uh, within this, though, you mentioned the surprise of UNC being in here, Mm -hmm. right? Were there any other teams that you were surprised being in here, or do you think these other teams were, uh, you know, quote-unquote destined to to be here based on how good they were in the the regular season?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Let's extend on that even a little bit, you know, like – like I said, UNC pushed far. The Peacocks pushed farther than people expected. But then we got a one-and-a-two seed with Villanova and Kansas, right? Kind of cream of the crop all season long. Um, I think the better question might be here are the bracket busters, right? Like UNC is considered a bracket buster. So
0: you mentioned you know, UNC being one of those upset teams, one of those bracket busters. All right, you know, based on the seedings and maybe not even based on the seedings, were there any surprises in your mind, in your opinion, as to who these Final Four teams are?
1: Yeah, honestly, I guess Villanova pushing as far as they did for me. Seeding-wise, obviously nothing too special, but the fact that they were able to get past Michigan was surprised me because Tennessee was a good team in my eyes, like 88 in the first round against Longwood. Ridiculous. And then Michigan... A really good, well-known team pushes to the Sweet 16. I think that was five times in a row now. Yeah. Uh, they, they lost to Nova. Disappointing. But, yeah, I underestimated Nova's defense. Same deal with Houston, and here they are in the Final Four. So, hats off to them. I'd say that that's one of the more surprising teams. I wasn't expecting them in the Final Four this year.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Well, I know we got a couple of exciting sports business headlines we want to get. But final question on this. Who's gonna win the fucking tournament?
1: Who do you think is gonna win the fucking tournament? You
0: know who I think is gonna win the tournament.
1: You really think that?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: Duke. Duke's gonna beat him next round. I'm sorry, bro. I love bro. you, but I just I hope you're right so I can just give you that grant. I just hand it over to you, but I just can't, bro. There's no way. I'm just telling this whole narrative, this whole fucking series. There's no way.
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. You're going to be, be, be able be.
1: to fry me on a pan next pod if it's I'm okay. wrong, though.
0: I, I won't, though, because I love you. <laughs> I, I won't.
1: I want you to. Could I?
0: Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So you're taking Duke to win it all, huh? That's uh, Coach K's uh, Cinderella ending, right? The shoot pits yeah. for this think, final season.
1: I think it's going to be Kansas's Bill Self's team against Coach K's Duke team for the finals,
0: and Duke's going to take it. Fair, fair, and I'm going to take a UNC Kansas game with UNC coming out on top. So love it. All right, well, there you have it, folks. That's going to be the uh, bracket breakdown up until this point. Um, this is going to wrap up kind of our March Madness special episode edition here. Um, but before we completely wrap up the, the, you know, the mini series here, we're going to talk about some interesting recent sports headlines. Um, and I think these are really cool because, uh, um, we don't get to see a lot of stuff like this. So, first thing we want to talk about here is going to be St. Peter's, right? Obviously, the Cinderella story of the of the tournament, the um, 15 seed going all the way to the Elite Eight, uh, pretty impressive, right? <clears throat> so, get this: along the way, they picked up a rather boatload of new fans, and I'm talking about 29,000 new Twitter followers. Okay. Get this. The guard on the team, Doug Eddard, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, nails a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings, bro. How lit is that? So, like, the teams get in. The teams have been televised for the past couple of weeks. A bunch of people are, you know, ruined for the underdogs. And and get this, to top it off, the team anticipates a $1 million bump in revenue just based on this whole tournament run alone
1: damn pretty impressive right oh, that's crazy i love the one million bump for new jersey city school too dude that's sick right um this deal edert got well i wonder what was going through buffalo wild wings hat <laughs> you know like i wonder if it's like more of a local
0: like if it's going to be a new jersey you know thing only you know mm-hmm. one of the localer
1: sponsorships for sure because i mean if it was nation it'd be like I wouldn't have dug at it on TV, would you? No. You know, so I love it. I love the exposure and I love the 1 million rev bump that they're looking at. And, yeah, we'll see what's up with that. So good shit all around on this. This is all good news.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty tight. So another cool uh, fact that we just kind of learned about was uh, March Madness. Get this. Throughout the whole March Madness, the highest potential earnings among players are actually among females, bro. Get this. This is actually a relatively interesting uh, fact they came across. And Paige uh, Bukers, Haley Van Lith, uh, Zia Cook, Deja Kelly, all of these women apparently kill it in the social media uh-huh. game, man. So uh, hats off to them. I apologize if I butchered any of those names uh but pretty interesting set to come across so hats
1: off women killing it for march madness promo yeah i love it women's sports man um i think we see the commercial it's like 40 percent of athletes are women and only 10 yeah. percent is covered that's so true. That's i love true. that you're digging in here and getting some exposure on that that's good stuff that's going on over there yeah,
0: so pretty exciting, man. Um, and that last kind of big thing we're going to talk about tonight is Adidas. Um, so Adidas is obviously one of the biggest brands out there. Um, do a variety of deals with uh, different universities sponsoring different sports programs. But get this, they outfit currently 109 Division One universities, okay, of these 50 thousand athletes across 23 sports actually have the potential ability based on their nil policies um, to essentially uh, be awarded for going to these schools like adidas is going to sponsor these universities because of these athletes so
1: whoa
0: yeah right so big major like brand like that to to come and really make an impact into the NCA business
1: yeah that's crazy bro recruits it's just i wonder how much uh that's gonna matter right because like if an athlete wants to go to a school is adidas just gonna follow them type deal or is adidas yeah. kind of like we got the lock with this school. You should come here.
0: I I think it's more of that. I think it's more of that as they, they have these pro uh, they kind of handpick these D one schools to partner with.
1: So interesting. Yeah. I mean, Hey, that's an interesting tactic. I don't think we've seen that recently at least. I don't think so. Well, I think this is all
0: because of the, how athletes, the NCAA athletes can actually get paid now. So
1: yeah. Facts, big facts.
0: So pretty interesting, but we'll, but we'll keep eyes on this because, uh, the 109 division one universities. We'll see which one we'll see who Adidas kind of targeted here. So, uh, but with that, dude, well, uh, this was kind of a short pod, but we wanted to wrap up, as we said, our, uh, our March madness kind of special. Um, so that's going to officially wrap it up. We'll hint on the winner next week. We're going to be very excited. We'll come to the final two. Um, and uh, it's gonna be exciting, man. It's gonna—I can't believe this. I can't—it flew by, dude. We're already in April. Like it's—it's it's gonna be crazy, man. Like time, from time just fucking flies by. So,
1: yeah, wow. We're we really in April now. March Madness isn't over though. We get a few more days of that.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we're soaking in. um But with that, dude, that's gonna wrap up uh, this week's special episode, part two, March Madness. Um, but before we go. I want to allow you to drop a little nugget as to what's happening, and we have we've had a lot of be- behind the scenes work, people. Okay, a lot of exciting stuff. Um, we're gonna get back in the booth here shortly, uh, but Bradbury, you want to talk a little bit about this?
1: Yeah, and I just want to say I didn't spoil any secrets this time. You did it. Ever. You I did it. my mouth shut. So, yeah, we we are launching a new show actually. So the Degenerates. Talk Conspiracy Show, DTC for short. Mm. You'll be able to follow us on our socials and all that stuff soon when we drop it, but it's in the works. And I can't wait. McKay can't wait. And what else? Do you have anything to say, man? I'm so pumped. I'm like full of energy just talking about
0: it. I know. We're going to hop back on the mic here shortly to film this episode. Um, But like Bradbury said, DTC, Degenerative Talk conspiracies. this new show is all going to be about exciting conspiracies whether you heard them or not um but we're it's going to be it's going to be great it's going to be really exciting it's going to be super entertaining and i just gotta say man the first episode Skinwalker walker ranch that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta say bro
1: wow he dropped it oh, damn
0: I had to leak it.
1: I fucking had to leak it. But it's going right. to be so exciting. Do your research, boys. Skinwalker Ranch. See you there, DTC.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, with that, please follow us on our socials. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight, everyone. And uh, we're excited to see you uh, on the next episode, not only of DTS, but also of DTC. So uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, take care.
1: Doses. <laughs>